When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance on today's menu. A Super Bowl preview on a Monday night. Played several hours apart. Statements made. Question of the day today. Issues with onesies. We got a lot in the hopper. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. Well, one place to start with me, Greeny, is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And again, the smartest thing I will do today is ask a couple of my friends to stick around after we finish. Get up this morning. Dominique Foxworth is here. And Robert Griffin III. RG3, this was sort of your indoctrination into our Tuesday group here in studio this morning. Uh, and between Foxworth and Jeff Saturday, it's a pretty raucous little morning here. I I hope that you enjoyed and felt safe throughout the entire experience. <laughs> yes, I felt safe. These guys are incredible, and they bring the energy. That's what people want to see on TV, and I had a, a lot of fun uh, talking it up with no, these guys. He, he's... He's just as wild as us. Exactly. Don't let the suit yeah, and tie yeah, yeah. confuse you. I knew as soon as he showed up that he was going to fit right in, but it was a hell of a lot of fun this morning. I remember we had some years ago, Desmond Howard came in to uh, do the old Wednesday show with mm-hmm. us, with you and Ryan Clark. Yeah. And we're in the pre-show meeting. And I remember at one point, Desmond just sort of looked up and said, wait a minute, we can do this? <laughs> it's just so much fun, man. It, it, you can feel it through the screen. I said, yes, we can. Okay, so let's dive into what was fun last night, Neek. Um, 336 miles apart and separated by about an hour and a half. We saw first the Bills and then the Eagles against teams we think are good make significant statements. Let's take them in order. Let's start with Buffalo. What the heck do we say about them today? Yeah, this has been a more over two-week-long statement because it started with their game against the Rams, and it feels like they've come into this season with something to prove. They lost the game last year in the playoffs against the Chiefs that they played well enough to win, and Josh Allen was bananas in the playoffs last year, and he's picked up right where he's left off, and everyone on that team seems to be – treating every game. They've gotten two nationally televised, like, kind of primetime games to start the season, and they made sure that they put us all on notice that they are the team to beat in the AFC no matter who won it last year. What do you think, Robert? I, I, I don't have questions. See, I, I said this on TV this morning. My, my job is to ask questions. Right. The problem is the Bills don't leave me any. I, I, okay, let me ask you that way then. Yeah. Are there any questions? What are the – health being the great equalizer in any football situation, what are the questions about the Bills? Yeah, the only question is are they too hot too soon, right? They're already in midseason form, but what they've done in the first two weeks is knock off the reigning Super Bowl champs and then go out and beat the number one seed in the AFC last year and make them look like JV teams. So I think the two biggest things that they've done for Josh Allen's development, one was bringing in Stephon Diggs, and two was bringing in the missing piece to the puzzle of Von Miller. That's why he was wearing that puzzle piece on the back of his head (laughs) in the first week. It's because he's the missing piece on their defense. He's the Tom Brady of defensive ends. He raises the level of everyone around him. But Diggs... 
oh, my gosh. The guy's always open. I, I talked about it on TV, just the improvements that Josh Allen made with when Diggs came in in year one, 10.4% on his completion percentage, 17 more touchdown passes, over 1,400 more yards. Just incredible. And he is actually raising the level of all the other receivers in that room as well. Greedy presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers. You can apply online today. Bundle today at Progressive.com. I want to hear this through a quarterback's eyes. Uh, RG3 uh, seems crazier to me that there are already probably a generation of sports fans who don't remember it. (laughs) But you came into the league and just took the league by storm immediately. As a rookie, you won Rookie of the Year. You walked in and they designed the Shanahans, who were the coaches in Washington at the time. They put together an offense. They said, this is what this kid does. We're going to do the things he does well. And it was an extraordinary success. Far too often in the National Football League, I feel like, coaches, these geniuses who (laughs) design these offenses and all this kind of stuff, they say, this is my vision of what a quarterback should do. And no matter what quarterback I get, I want him to play like that. And what we're seeing in Buffalo, and maybe to a degree in Philadelphia as well, and I'd love you to talk this through as one who has lived it, is coaching staffs that have said, this is what I have. Let me figure out how best to, to use it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of egos in coaching. You know, Neek knows this. And guys would rather lose doing it their way than to win doing it someone else's way. So I think you look at these coaches, the best ones get the most out of their guys. But when you talk about me and and my career – the, there's a couple mistakes that can happen with young quarterbacks. One, you can try to make them do something that they're not very good at early on, too early. And then two, you not improve the personnel around them. Uh-huh. And that's what you're seeing with Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. The, both organizations said we are going to improve the guys around him. They went and got a number one receiver in Stephon Diggs. I uh, just talked about the impact he had on Josh Allen. But look at what A.J. Brown has done for Jalen Hurts. The guy is seventh in the league in passing, tenth in rushing, and the whole field seems open to him. Neek talked about this on TV, it seems like, hey, zone coverage, man coverage, it doesn't matter anymore. Jalen Hurts is making every throw possible down the field, intermediate zone, over zoning linebackers, on the sideline, timing routes. I think you're seeing the, or- the Eagles organization said, hey, this guy is very talented. He can do some things that other guys can't, and we're going to put a number one receiver there and see if he can be the guy, and he's proving, them, proving to them that he can. And they're protecting them. Both of these teams have good offensive lines. These guys are comfortable in the pocket. They're using their running ability to to um, put the numbers in their favor. And you said this, uh, you say this all the time. We all appreciate and accept that teams bust. I don't think players do. There like you, go. you don't get drafted in the first round because you don't have talent. If you fail, if a first-round draft pick, particularly a quarterback, fails in the NFL, there's something else that is falling through the cracks. And maybe certain guys just don't try hard enough or whatever. That's a possibility. But I think that's the aberration. Guys who come into the league are willing to commit to doing the best. The reason why they don't succeed is because the coaching staff or the talent around them has failed them in some regard. And we can see that these guys, Jalen Hurts was not a highly touted guy. People were surprised that he went in the second round. But things are working out around him because they are giving him the things that he needs, and they're they're bringing him along slowly. First, we start off run-heavy offense. You get comfortable. Now we add something else. Now we add something else. Last night, he was sitting in the pocket picking that team apart like Tom Brady. No (laughs) one would have ever thought we saw it, and they weren't playing against some bums. They are playing against a talented defensive squad. Well, I'll take it a step farther. 
not only did was he not a highly, highly touted guy coming out of college, I don't think he was highly touted two weeks ago. Yeah. I, I think that the, the coming into this season, mm-hmm. the narrative, I think, I don't know what they thought in Philly, Right. But I think the narrative was he's holding that job for one more year mm-hmm. until they can use those draft picks they have to go get one of the whatever disgruntled quarterback yep. becomes available next year and wants to come there to a tailor-made, ready-made situation where they can step in and win a championship. And I don't think that he has ended that conversation, mm-hmm. but certainly he has started great. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And what they did there is something that – we talk about a lot is they went all in, you know, like they gave him a, a real honest chance. And we see that happen rarely, I think, is everyone's looking for the savior. Everyone's looking for these new age quarterbacks like uh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. They don't grow in trees. No, Y'all not going to find no. them. So don't look for them. You're going to get the guy that you got and you got to build around him. Miami's doing it with Tua and they're doing it in Philly with uh, Jalen Hurts, and you're going to be much better off. The team, and even if you do get to a point where you need to go attract some other talented player, they're more likely to come there if the situation looks good and comfortable. So there really is no reason for these coaches and staffs to be waiting around for the draft or thinking they're going to find some savior. This ain't basketball. There's like, it's a team sport. You can't just draft somebody and then your franchise turns around. So I want to try and do a little sort of next level X and O for the fan who may not fully understand this. And I'd I, I raise my own hand. Like, this is stuff that you hear, but it's not always obvious. The point was made on the TV show this morning. Neek first made it, and then RG3, I asked you as a quarterback to sort of pick it up and go from there. That what he struggled, what Jalen Hurts struggled against previously was zone defense. Mm-hmm. He, whatever improvement he appears to have made during this offseason, and where he is now extremely effective against zone defense— Explain why that's important because and, and the reason you cannot play man-to-man defense against him. Yeah, he's improved in zone uh, facing zone defense is because he worked on his mechanics. We talked about this. He, he gets the ball out faster. And now he's coming to the line of scrimmage with much more confidence that he can make every single throw on the field. So the second part of that is beating zone, you have to have your eyes in the right place. And that's what you saw last night. His eyes were in the right place. He's using his eyes actually to hold safeties away from where he wants to throw the ball. And, and now he's coming to the line with that more confidence. He knows where his eyes are supposed to be on each individual play, and he's executing an extremely high level. So now teams would say, hey, Jalen Hurts, we're just going to play zone. He can't right. beat it. Well, he beat it last night. Like, like Nick said, he looked like Tom Brady. Right. So now if you play man coverage against him and the DBs have their backs to him, he's going to run the ball on you. And that's the, that's the, the kryptonite of every single defense when they actually have to play 11 on 11. They're so used to playing 10 on 11, the quarterback's an afterthought. But Jay, with Jalen Hurts, with Lamar Jackson, some of these guys, now they have to play every single one. And who wants to play man coverage against A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard and Miles Sanders? Nobody does. Well, pick up that thought, Nick. I yeah. mean, if you're trying to stop them now, again, right. zone. And again, yeah. this is just my, my, my so, very yeah. basic understanding of this is you're standing there, you're looking at the quarterback, you have an area to exactly. cover. Right. You're going to try and go into man-to-man. Explain exactly how that changes yeah, so the challenge. As, as a defensive player, when you're playing against someone who has the running ability of Jalen Hurts, you never really want to be in man coverage because the best case scenario is you have a one spy, one linebacker or somebody or a safety spying on him. And if he breaks that tackle, if he avoids that guy, everyone else has their back to him and they're running away. So you will be more likely to play zone defense. The reason why that helps is because everyone has their eyes on him. Yep. If he, get, he can't get away, everyone's just standing there on a spot and they're looking at him. 
And if he can't pick <clears throat> that zone apart, then the, the team, the defense is comfortable staying in that for the entire, the entire game. And so since that he's going to be able to – or he, we know he's going to see that – it allows him to prepare for it and attack it. And he's attacking it. He's preparing for it. He knows he has the answer to the test. And that's because he's such a dynamic dual threat. And then he forces them out of that zone. And then what are they going to do? Go back to man. We saw them do it last night. The <laughs> touchdown run that he had on the sideline was man coverage. He got yep. deep into the secondary and was about to run out of bounds. They realized, oh, everybody's back is to me. Mm-hmm. I can keep running and turned around and went into the end zone. So they're going to have to blitz him. And, again, that compromises your defense. So it just feels like there's no right answers right and, now. And even more so when, when he does get out in the open field, this dude isn't built like me. Yeah, okay? he's a big I'm dude. I'm a skinny, straight-line speed guy. Jalen Hurts, yeah. if you watch any videos, go watch him on YouTube. The dude squats a house. He is a big <laughs> dude. Nobody's trying to tackle him. It's very reminiscent of what Cam Newton did early on in his career. Nobody wants to tackle him in the open field. He's doing a better job attacking zone coverage, and he's a, he's a problem right now. I think Troy Aikman pointed that out last night. He said he squats 600 pounds, and what did Troy say? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm, I'm with Troy. I feel like 400 is enough. Cut it off. Don't put all that on your back. So before I let you guys go, Robert, as you become more indoctrinated into our little group here, so I, I call the uh, other members of my show here, this show, the Hashtag Crew, because the show okay. is called Hashtag Greeny. And, and so Hashtag Hembo is a Crazy Eagle fan. Hashtag okay. Bubba is a Cowboy fan. <laughs> Hashtag Nuno is a Giant fan. Oh. Are you here to – there's nothing those two guys hate more then A, the Eagles, and B, Hembo being happy. No one likes a happy Hembo. So are you here to tell them they are in for a season of misery? Oh, they're in for a season of misery. The Eagles are a problem. I think their defense actually took it personal that they played so bad in week one against Uh the Detroit Lions, and they came out, and Darius Slay said, hey, I'm going to follow Justin Jefferson the entire game. Slay's always been that guy. He hasn't really gotten the respect that he deserves. But the Eagles are built to win. And if Jalen Hurts plays like he did last night, they're a Super Bowl favorite. All right, God, this was a pleasure. Robert, it's wonderful to have you here. I hope that we'll do it regularly. Nick, you're the best. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, uh, the guys with me here as we roll on. Uh, coming up next, my observations of last night's Super Bowl preview. And we need to catch up with Hembo's twins, one of whom is my namesake. And, and then there's the other one. So we'll do that in a moment. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So with the assembled members of the Hashtag crew around us, Hembo is here. In Bristol, we have both Bubba and Nuno. <coughs> Let me ask you a question, Nuno. First of all, what, what's going on there, Nuno? Not much, Kenny. Not yeah, much. Not much. Um, which of these two things, as both a just a sort of a negative type of person in your personality and an ardent fan of the New York Giants and, and just general hater of all things Philadelphia, which of these things bothers you? A, that the Eagles are the best team in the NFC, or B, that Hembo is so happy about it? Uh, I'm going to go with B, Bob. This B. is why people shake nerds. <laughs> because there's no living with him. I'm telling you right now, there is no living with Hembo. I mean, it is – Hembo, seriously – would you, the, the performance of the Eagles last night in a statement standalone Monday night game, would you place that slightly above or slightly below the birth of your twins a couple of weeks ago as the best thing that's happened to you lately? It's on equal footing, without question. <laughs> the only regret that I have, in all candor, is that the girls came a month early. We received their birth certificates in the mail earlier this week. Uh-huh. We did not consider the fact that Jalen Hurts would have this kind of huge leap. And had we known that, if they were born when they were supposed to be born, which is about a week from now, it could have changed what we named them. So you're saying that you could one was always going to be named in my honor, which is Michelle. Goats without saying. And then you would have named the other one Jalen, which is actually a pretty name for a girl. Very. Like you could name you could put a Y in there if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. J-A-Y-L-E-N. That'd be a very pretty name for a girl. I think the two would have paired very nicely. I just wasn't sure. I I wasn't I wasn't certain that Jalen Hurts would take that leap because of my lack of faith. I opted for Charlotte. Obviously, that was a massive mistake. Yeah, I, I, it's, uh, so to me, as you well know, they are Michelle and the other one. Mm. Um, but had the other one been Jalen, that would have been somewhat interesting. In the meantime, <laughs> I, I can tell you who's buying in in a big way to Jalen Hurts noons, and that is Vegas. So Jalen Hurts MVP odds were 14 to 1. That's where they started. You could have gotten 14 to 1 on Jalen Hurts to be the league MVP. With a minute 44 left in the second quarter last night, they moved to 8-1. to one. Here's the worst news I have for you, Nuno. Mm. Not only are the Eagles the best team in the NFC, but their quarterback is going to be the MVP of the freaking league. How's that going to sit in your house? That's going to stink um, because the only good thing I think that you could have, when you looked at the Eagles, was thinking, do they have their quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Because that's all the, the question. They have the draft cap. They had the draft capital this year. They made some moves. They have the draft capital next year. There's that there was the question of, is he that guy? And I heard Sal Pal this morning, who's plugged in as ever with Philly on the morning show with KJM, talk about they've now realized they have their guy going forward. So, and that question's out the, out the window now. So, like, I mean, as a miserable person, I don't know what else I can root for. I mean, they, they right now do look like 
the best team in the NFC, which does bring us to one quick moment on the Vikings because, Bubba, let me ask you this. Uh, the Vikings were a team I really liked, and you know the NFL is, is the kind of sport because every game feels like a season that it is easy to overreact to anything we see. I remain, while very much wavering, more convinced that the Vikings are going to be closer to this team we saw in week one and be good than the team we saw last night and be just awful. Bubba, which side of that are you on? Are the Vikings going to be good or are they going to be awful? Yeah, I, I still think they're going to be good. I mean, I think all you have to look at is just kind of look at what the Cowboys did. You know, you're allowed to have bad games, and uh, you can just rebound after that. So, yes, they were bad. The Vikings were bad last night, but there's no reason to think they can't rebound. I think, yeah, they're playing the Lions next, so well, they'll easily come back and beat them. But is Dan Campbell going to win two in a row? Let's not get ridiculous. <laughs> but, but, but what's good, though? Like, I think this, that's the issue with sports and a guy like Kirk Cousins, right? He's quote-unquote good. What's good? He, you're in a playoff battle. But, like, we see with the Titans, who just got blown out last night as well. Like, well, Brable's you, getting fired. Like, so. that, they, yeah, Frank's going to get fired. Like, Frank and Brable are going to get fired. And, and But, like, these teams, the Titans – you know, we're the number one seed last year, but like no one ever thought they were going to win a Super Bowl. And that's the Vikings. Like that's them, right? Like as a fan, is that what you want? Like good. You can only go as far as your quarterback can take you is what these guys are saying. And so Hembo, I will give you a moment uh, and only a moment because generally you're insufferable, but I will give you a moment to just bask in the glory of the development of Jalen Hurts and the outstanding performance of the Eagles last night. I don't know when the last time it was in your life that, I, that you felt the way that I feel today. I woke up this morning with a legitimate feeling that my favorite football team can win the Super Bowl. Think about that. Like, there's only so many times in a person's life where they can say that. You right. should enjoy it. Early in the season when hope springs eternal, what I saw last night was Jalen Hurts play MVP-level football. We just showed a graphic on ESPN Plus in which Jalen Hurts has the third best odds in the National Football League to win MVP. We're talking about a player who two weeks ago we were saying might not be the Eagle starter by the end of the season or next year. The only two names above him on that list are Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Those guys are both going to the Hall of Fame. Players 2 through 53 on the Eagles roster, we said all summer, were as good as any in the NFL. But if the, actual, if the number one player on that roster, the quarterback, is as good as he's been playing so far through two weeks, they can absolutely win the whole thing. I think that is fair, and I think it was also a more reasonable uh, summing up of the situation than I was expecting, so I think we all feel lucky. <laughs> Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Get renter's insurance to protect the things that make your place a home, including coverage for theft or damage. Visit Progressive.com. The, the other team we saw last night, and I said this was a Super Bowl preview last night, it just took... 336 miles and about an hour and a half between kickoffs to see them both because the Bills are ridiculous. So the Bills, they opened their season at the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champs, and then home with the team that was the one seed. However spectacular Nuno may think they are or are not, Tennessee was the one seed in the AFC last year. That's how Buffalo opened their season. And they won these two games 72-17. to they are as machine-like as any team that I've seen start a season in the in the NFL in a while. So when I asked Robert, "What's the only question about them?" he said, "Like peaking too soon. You you don't want like being at your best. Very few teams can maintain that level 
all year long. So 17 and oh, that kind of stuff, that, that probably is unrealistic. But the idea that anyone but the Bills is the best team in the NFL right now, no one would say it. Now, on the other side of that, it brings us to today's question of the day. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. So every single day I post a question on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at ESPN Greeny. Uh, And if you are not following it, you should be because we have a lot of good stuff there. And I've got an hour and 15 minutes left for you to answer the following question. Which of these winless AFC teams is definitely still going to make the playoffs? I need a team you are confident in. Bengals, Colts, Titans, Raiders. There is not a win among them. Nuno, which of those four teams is still going to make the playoffs? Bengals, Colts, Titans, Raiders. I ended up going with the Colts. Because of that division, how putrid it is. Bubba, which of those four teams is still going to make the playoffs? Um, I'm going to go with uh, my old friend Vrabel and the Titans. <laughs> he's, you're going to fire the coach, but he's going to make the playoffs. I mean, he's going to get to the playoffs, but then he's going to embarrass himself. They're going to lose, and they're going to be out. Fair enough. Uh, Hembo, which of those four teams? The Bengals are going to make the playoffs. They have the best quarterback of that group, and they they could, they could very easily be 2-0. Like, they shot themselves in the foot twice. They could easily won either of their first two games. I think they'll get this thing right, and wind up making the playoffs. All right, so we will see. You can cast your vote. we got uh, over an hour left of the voting at ESPN Greeny. Let us know which of those teams you think is still definitely going to make the playoffs. Also want you to know that you can try the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless with Nationwide 5G and America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. All right, so something we just want you to know. So we yesterday, Hembo was his first day back. And uh, all kidding aside, and I will never not kid about this or anything, um, you know, Hembo's been with me for years. I've seen him grow from a very young guy just starting out at ESPN to now a father uh, so we are very proud of him and Lizzie and their two twins. And one of the things that you should that, that you do know about Hembo, if you listen to the show, is that he doesn't really know anything about about anything except sports. He knows more about sports, especially baseball, but all sports, than anyone I've ever met. And that's why he has been my right hand man now for a decade. He really doesn't know anything about anything else. And now you begin to navigate life as both a father and, in particular, as a father of girls. Mm-hmm. Which, if you are, uh, I, I have, I have a, a daughter and a son, as you know. And there are a lot of things that you have to learn, uh, I think, that are different. Like having a boy is just, if you are, a, a, for you, is going to be easier than having hmm. a girl. But that, that's, that's neither here nor there. I, I love my kids equally, and you will do the same. But I know you have an issue with a gift that you received, and it does bring up one of the more interesting questions that you will have to face in your life going forward. So my opinion of one Alan Hahn, who hosts a radio show here on ESPN Radio, has, has been well established on this show. I believe him to be a handsome, chiseled god. He's also a very nice man who texted me while I was on child bonding and asked for my address with the intent of sending a gift, which he did, which was very nice of him. However, it has also been established on this show that I'm a huge fan of all things Philly sports. Alan Hahn sent us two New York Knicks onesies. So if you're, on, if you're watching on ESPN Plus now, I sent Nuno the, a photo of me, wearing a Philly shirt, by the way, holding up a onesie that says, Lil Nick's fan. I have many questions that I'd like to direct towards you, but my first one will be this. 
Alan Hahn, a lifelong fan of the New York Knicks, mm-hmm. did a good thing, an objectively good thing here. However, he does the Knicks like pre and post games. Yeah, no, no. Right. Sure, sure. Yeah, so he, he is. He is, he equals the Knicks. He is the Knicks. Does he have nefarious motives? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if, if, if what you're asking me is, is his motive to try and infiltrate your household and steal away one or two fans from the Sixers to the Knicks, the answer is definitively yes. Okay, so if that is the case, am I obligated for my daughters to ever wear those onesies? Um, he, here's like a little uh, trick mm. that I can give you. You put the onesies on the daughters, on Michelle and the other mm-hmm. one, and, and you, you, you put them on them once. Actually, how alike do they look? You could just put one on one and just take a picture of it twice. They're identical twins. Okay, fair enough. So you put it just on the other one, <laughs> and not on Michelle. You put the onesie on her the one time. Okay. You take two pictures of her. You send them both to Alan. Pretend they're two different people. He'll never know the no, difference. He will not. And you say, thank you so much. She loves them. And then you throw them away and you never wear them again. If you feel an obligation to wear them. The beauty of the onesie as a gift is it is easily covered with other things. Mm. So the onesie can easily go underneath a T-shirt. You put a little shirt over the top of it, whatever you want. You are not obligated. Here is what you are obligated to do. One, send a thank you note. Okay. Two, take a picture of either one or both of them in the onesies. That's up to you. um, And send that to Alan. What you are not obligated to do is ever let anyone see the girls in it at any point. Okay, so this is the, those are the ground rules. Those are the ground I, rules. I can, I can abide by half of those. Okay, I can easily grip my teeth and write Alan Hanna thank you card. Okay. It is going to be very difficult for me to see Charlotte and Michelle and or Michelle wearing a onesie that says Little Knicks fan. To me, that could affect outcomes of games. That could affect the trajectory of our family, of two franchises. That's probably true. I hadn't thought of it that I hadn't thought that firmly. Nuno, where do you stand as a Nick fan and an Alan Hahn acolyte? Where do you <laughs> fall on this? Do you believe Hembo's daughters have to wear the Nick's onesies? Yes, and to combat your evil plan of, you know, having the other one, poor Charlotte, be the guinea pig in this. If I'm Han, I want a picture of both of them in these onesies with Hembo holding both Michelle and Charlotte. That, that just will not happen. Like, that, that can't happen. It's, a, it's, it's against my religion. It is, it, is, it is a matter of principle in that case. I would rather send them back than, 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 than fulfill the, you know, the objective that New York it, 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 it does bring up the question, which is that Alan, he knows you reasonably well. Mm-hmm. He certainly knows you well enough to know that you hate the Knicks. Very much so. So it does raise the question, Bubba, do we think that Alan sent the gift out of a little bit of needling. Like, is he trying to give him the business? It would be like sending me a Patriots onesie. Everyone knows that Mm. I hate the Patriots. Now, when when Bob Kraft came once to a Mike and Mike show, he brought me, not the time that I dressed as Brady for Halloween, because that was Halloween and it was sort of a good gig, but the Jets played the Patriots on a Monday night, and we went and did Mike and Mike from Foxborough that Mm -hmm. morning, and Kraft came to the show. And he brought me a Brady jersey. And the, everyone in the room, including Mike, started yelling, you got to put it on, you got to put it on. And I put it on. You did. And the Jets lost that night, I want to say 38-3. to three. That, that was co- the game that Rex buried the ball. Was that a coincidence? We could look that up. Of course it wasn't a coincidence. Look that up. What was the final score of that game? It, it was, that was the Monday night game. It was the same year. It was the 2010 season because we subsequently beat them in the playoffs like six weeks later. The Jets beat New England, but this was a Monday night game. I want to say New England won that game. It might have been forty to three. It, it was that. 
It was that one-sided. It was. I, I'll give you a, a quick story about it. In those days, because Mike and Mike was on so early, I would I would DVR these games. I would go to sleep a little extra early. I'd get up in the morning and I'd watch it before I went into work. Because you can watch a football game in 45 minutes if you really want to. When I woke up in the morning, I received a text. I had a text waiting for me that said, whatever you do, don't watch the game. So, like that, what was the final score? Do you have it? It was 45 to 3. 45 to 3. That sounds right. That was the day I wore this. So that's what you have to look forward to. Mm. So I, I, I think that we have stumbled upon this. I, I, I think you are correct. I think under no circumstances do you put the girls in that. We have to get Alan Hahn in our studio, and we have to grill him yeah. a little bit about his motives. Mm. Uh, in the meantime, we will answer the following question. Was this weekend the low point for the greatest of all time? Greeny, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio, where you call us on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. And in college football season, without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, it's the one that fans deserve. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? All right, Tampa Tom had some interesting things to say. Tom Brady on his own podcast, which is called Let's Go which he does with Jim Gray. I've got two sound bites. I told you yesterday I really did not want Mike Evans to get suspended. He and Marshawn Lattimore. I don't, look, I get it. I get that what he did is worthy of suspension. I asked Jeff Saturday about it on TV today, and he said they had no choice but to do it. You cannot run off the sideline and smash into a guy. I get it. That said, nobody got hurt. It's football for crying out loud. I don't want to see that game this weekend against Green Bay without him playing in it. That said, I, un- I can't sit here and be critical of the NFL for doing it. I-, I think that as I think it through, Jeff was right when he said he gave the league no choice 
Brady predictably didn't like. I don't think it deserved any type of suspension. Um, I think that's ridiculous. You know, hopefully we can move past it, get to a better place. And, you know, in the end, I appreciate Mike having my back. I know he'll learn from it. And he knows that we all have his back. So he said that. In the meantime, that's not what I meant when I said, was it a low point for the greatest of all time? The other thing is, this was Brady, somewhat jokingly, talking about smashing the tablet and everything else you saw him do. And I forgot the password and I couldn't log in. So those things can be frustrating as, <laughs> as, as we realize with time. So I'm trying to make sure I don't throw my arm out when I throw it, but I was pretty pissed yesterday. You know, I got to get the perfect tablet slam, which I haven't got yet. So tune in next week to see if it happens. All right. Hembo had a theory. Why do you think he was slamming the tablet? I think he was slamming the tablet because he forgot his credentials because he's so old. I don't know an old person. That can remember their, both their username and active password. Like my mother's using like my old student email address as her login. There's a whole army of people here that work at the seaport that remember yours. Hopefully you vary them up so no one robs your bank account. This is something that just old people do. And in you know, fairness to Tom Brady, he's an old person. I believe his story. Are, are you saying you think I am technologically inept because of my age? I very much think that, yes. Do you not feel the same way? The questions that you ask are pretty basic. Give me an example of a question. Like, well, I mean, for example, Taylor, what is my password? <laughs> would, would be an example of such a question. Another would be when you try to use your finger on the screen, and it's not a touch screen. It's a laptop. So, like, the, the, the examples are many and varied, well, but this is a thing for you. So, Nuno, uh, help me. Do you, do you agree that, that I... I'm skewing in the area of older people when it comes to technology. I mean, I was wondering where he was going, like, because he was being harsh, but he has receipts, you know, so so it's difficult. Listen, as someone who's worked with other hosts who don't know how to turn computers on, I'm going to say you're a slightly advanced, more advanced than some other guys. So I'm going to give you an example of a moment, and you tell me, if you're my age— you're going to know exactly what I mean. This morning, my phone was not working. I got into the car to come down here, and I, I had all of my uh, stuff, my emails and my text had come through because mm-hmm. I have Wi-Fi in my apartment. But the second I walked out, I realized my phone service, whatever the other thing is, you know, you can get on the Internet two different ways. LTE is what you're talking about here? Yeah, mm. sure. <laughs> that sounds right. Um, whatever that is. What does LTE stand for? I don't know what it stands for, but it means you can access the internet when you're not on your Wi-Fi. Correct. Okay. So that I didn't have. Mm. It wasn't working for no obvious reason. And the first thing I did was I asked the Uber driver what I should do about it. <laughs> I'm being driven to work by a total stranger. And I said to him, I can't help but notice that my phone, my, I didn't say the words LTE, but the little lines that you get that show you how much bars you have, I don't have any of them. This is worse than I thought. Cause, so not only are you now seeking the advice of all of our IT people, now you're just asking anyone younger than you. Well, that's a very important 15 minutes for me because I get a lot done on the 15-minute drive that, that I have into work, and I cannot not have uh, access to uh, whatever it is, the internet or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. So then... I say, he says, well, I'm driving. I really can't help you with that right now. So I said, I'm just going to shut the phone off. Entire- I literally just turned it off. You hold two things down at the same time. We know. And then you turn it off. And then I turned it back on and it worked. 
And I was as proud of myself as if I had invented a heart and lung machine. <laughs> I've never felt better about myself in my life. So Tampa Tom, I got your back. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.